goes in there. It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. Episode 90, and finally we can admit that we're talking shit. <laughs> Woo! Oh my lord, never has a statement been more factually correct. <laughs> yeah, well, your jumper certainly isn't. Cat people are cool. They are cool. Cat people are the coolest people. Everybody knows that. The Foves would disagree. The Melbourne art rock band from the 1990s. No. What do they know? Dogs are the best people, according to them. Oh, whatever. Losers as (laughs) if. God. (laughs) It's all about the pussy. Actually, I'll agree with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. Pussy power. Yeah. It's not just a Russian band. (laughs) Oh, no, it's Pussy pussy Riot. Pussy Riot. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I think Pussy Riot would get messy. Oh, but you'd remember it. I think you'd get your point across. I hope so. <laughs> well, oh my God, speaking of pussy riots, actually, no, the only way the pussy doesn't have any power apparently is in the United States of America. Oh, gentlemen, I hope you like not fucking. <laughs> oh my God. I think after uh, the announcement that Roe versus Wade has been overtaken, and I think every pussy in America is shutting down. Yeah, it's like GameStop and. Yeah. <laughs> Quality locally made cars. Just a thing of the past. <laughs> You're not angry about it now? All right. <laughs> Pull the blind down. <laughs> As all the ladies immigrate to anywhere but Nicaragua and what was the other? Honduras? Places that don't offer safe legal abortion. Yeah. The, the only, like, the only, like, there's only four countries in the world. Uh, where it's uh, you can't, or it's illegal for an abortion. It's like Nicaragua, yeah. Honduras, United States of America, and some other someone that's on like the third world list. Yeah, yeah, it's, winning. It's just so strange because the arguments you see from the uh, finger waggle conservatives, mm. being that well, if you just train your daughters not to be sluts, they'll be mm. fine. Mm. And like, where's the men teaching their sons? Come on, their tits, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're going to have to, if that's not coming up in like Bible study, it's all your fault. And lo, Jesus did go skeet, 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 skeet. <laughs> skeet, 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 skeet. It's <laughs> what you got to do, man. You yeah. don't teach them well. Luckily, Mary Magdalene already had that towel ready. <laughs> oh, I use that on my feet. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, teach, <laughs> teach, uh, teach a man to come. <laughs> And you'll be like left with it for the next 32 years because it won't move out of your basement. No. Teach him to come on her titties. <laughs> you have many more years and of perhaps, fun in front of Perhaps you'll ruin a t-shirt. <laughs> That's about it. Can I tell you the grossest story? I mean, trigger warning, this is pretty bad. Okay, tell me. Okay, so uh, this, is, this is a good 10 plus years ago. Uh-huh. Myself and a lady love had just spent a, a lovely evening together. Mm-hmm. And it was impromptu. So we had mm-hmm. no protection with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no. I did what all good conservatives should do. No one had a handgun? No one had a handgun, no. Yeah. Oh, uh, God. What all good conservatives should now do in the future. Mm. And uh, skeet, skeet. Anyway, uh-huh. lights were off. We're at my house. Um, she went about cleaning herself and yeah. you know, all that sort of stuff. And was just like, oh, okay, that's cool. Not a problem. Uh, I assumed that maybe mm. she'd used a towel or maybe some, I don't know. And a, Anyway, next day she's like, can you go to the service station and get me some cigarettes? Uh-huh. 
So off I went. <laughs> and I remember standing in line at the service station and getting some very funny stares mm-hmm. from people. Because mm-hmm. I just put my clothes on from the night before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't until I got home, took my shirt off when I realised that mm. uh, she had used my T-shirt to clean up. And I went to the... It was a black T-shirt. And I went there <laughs> covered in jizz. <laughs> Absolutely drenched in spaff. See, you're over there like judging yourself. Like, oh my God, I went out in like a spaff covered T-shirt. Okay. Yeah. What about all those people behind you who clearly recognize <laughs> spaff on a T-shirt? Let's, you know, while we're throwing stones. <laughs> well, exactly. But in their defense, it was like a titty Rorschach because she just... Had this perfect butterfly where she'd cleaned her chest. Aww. Yeah, so it looked like my parents arguing. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's disgusting. You know what? I think if a lady is polite enough to let you, like, come on her titties, the yeah. least you can do, like a gentleman, is offer her your T-shirt. I, look, that I did fail in that regard. Please, madame, may you wipe it, thou titty. Yes. With my... T-shirty. Here is a clean towelette from the colonel who produces fried chicken. <laughs> yeah, see, the colonel wouldn't have left her hanging. He would not have. He had a nice little moist towelette. <laughs> That's why it's finger-looking good towel. See, and this is maybe it's just the generation I come from, but mm. if you can produce a moist towelette but not a condom, you're a fiend. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's just, it's fucking bullshit. Oh, my God. Unless unless the US government is now going to be providing free vasectomies, Mm. you know, we're just going to have to put uh, men in cast iron pants that can only be unsheathed by their mothers. Absolutely. On their wedding day. Plan B, Mm. all those hot, horny American women Mm. move to Australia. Mm. We have safe and legal, in many cases decriminalised, but no one really cares, Mm. abortions here in Australia. Mm. So, America, send your horny ladies our way. I'm not single, so I'm I'm saying this and to gain no benefit. Uh I'm Uh I'm happily loved up. Yeah. So, send your horny ladies to Australia. Or lady horny ladies of America can storm every government building in America and burn that fucking place to the ground before Gilead has time to take root. <laughs> something, something, AR-15. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. Okay. Men and, like, see, this is why men are not allowed to, like, make, like, stay the fuck out of our bodies. You don't even know. Um, oh my god! Okay, so I once worked for a gentleman. Okay, who just let's just say did not deal with like the ladies' body very well. Right. Um, because I called up for work once and I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I can't come in." And he's like, "Oh, but we're really." And I'm like, "Oh my god! Like, I just I have such bad cramps. I can't yeah move." And you could hear him. Scream as he like threw the phone away, no doubt to never touch it ever again because yeah. I had hinted at my period. Yes. Um. So after he's that, he's just got that vision of the doors opening in the, the Overlook shining. Hotel. Yeah. Ah! Oh my lord! So ever after that, if you ever had a sick day, yeah. you would just ring up and be like, "I have my period," and he would just ah! just burp, burp. Ah, take the week. <laughs> Dirty, unclean. 
So, yeah, you know what? You don't get to, like, make a decision about my body. I'm just saying. That that actually works both ways. I once got myself a sick day at a company that I worked at by telling them that I needed to go and get an enema in a hospital. Oh, that's a universal problem, I yeah. think, men and ladies. Yeah, but I didn't have to. Yeah. I was, oh. I was just like, I have to go to hospital and get an enema. And they're like, you can stay home. I thought you were going to say, like, oh, you don't understand. I have blue balls. <laughs> I just have to have a massive wank. Yeah. It was just, oh, there was so much heavy petting and then just nothing <laughs> happened. And honestly, I'm like an elephant. This is like a four T-shirt job. <laughs> oh, my God. Once in, once in my workplace and it was just, oh, the place was ridiculous. And it was one of those, they decided, like, we're going to treat you like shit all through the year but oh come christmas time you all can bring a plate of food in oh yeah um and you know eat it for an hour and then get back to work yeah so everybody had to like bring in stuff so i actually i've got a waffle maker at home it's very nice it comes out in the shape of like love hearts so i made waffles but i put in blue food dye so i made blue waffles (laughs) <laughs> these big squirts of like whipped cream down the middle. Oh my god! <laughs> and took them in, and I was just sitting there like, <laughs> okay, nobody was like, nobody like even batted an eyelid <laughs> until one mid-level like manager sort of like came across and went, "Is that blue waffles?" And I just looked up and I'm like, "Yes, it is." <laughs> and the two of us shared like a look, and we're just like. <laughs> totally worth it. No one else in the room, not a clue. <laughs> if anyone out there doesn't know what blue waffles are, I suggest you look it up. Okay. Not on your work computer. How about on my phone? Just tell me. It's it, it it's disease a diseased vagina. Oh really? <laughs> they call it blue waffles <laughs> when you get like the yeah yeah. Yeah, blue pretty, waffles. Pretty funny. Yeah, so next time your work asks you to bring in a dessert, make some blue waffles. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'd like to see that in HR. What are they going to fire you? You don't understand. She made blue waffles. Oh no. Oh my lord. Blue waffles. Ah. Sounds like a song by the Flaming Lips. <laughs> oh, spell. It's appropriate. It's the Flaming Lips. Now you know why. She don't blue use waffle. jelly. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> She's got waffles and they're blue. <laughs> All right. Now, speaking of the down and dirty things in life. Oh, dear. That's so that's so appropriate. It actually brings us to our topic for this week. No shit. I know. Well, that's <laughs> the question. Oh, dear. To shit or not to shit. <laughs> this week, okay, let, let's start. We are briefly going to look at a new story. That's okay. Basically, they have put out the theory that Vladimir Putin is now, when outside of Moscow, yeah. is in fact shitting in a briefcase. Is Vladimir Putin now a performance art piece by Kanye West? <laughs> That's amazing. Putin. 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 <laughs> Hang on, we need some effects for that one. Donda. Putin. <laughs> you just said Putin. <laughs> no, Putin. <laughs> Very good. Uh, in this segment that I like to call Putin on the shits. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. Oh, my God. Come on. We're putting that on a T-shirt. Okay. Like, 
Okay, so you're looking at me like, what the mad hell is going on? Okay, this is not a, a new story. It turns out this story actually goes back to 2017. Okay. Okay. And suggests Putin has been hiding the files. Okay. Shall we say? Yeah. Dumping the nuclear waste. <laughs> corning the Kremlin. Oh, sinking the Kursk. Oh, hey. Into a select AIDS briefcase. The battleship Putenkin. Oh, <laughs> For at least the last five years. I know rich people do some weird shit, but why? <laughs> why? Uh, uh, uh. Just because. Just because? Okay, he's just a fan of it. He's like that guy that used to can his own shit and put it in museums. Look, I know it sounds so far-fetched and impossible. It actually almost kind of sounds plausible because it's so ridiculous. It has to be true, surely. This... Stinking assertion. <laughs> it was actually made by two writers, uh, Mikhail Rubin, who's been reporting on Russia for over 13 years, right. and Regis Genty, who is a freelance journalist. He's written two books on Russia. And the two of them actually both made the claim in the, wink- in the weekly French news and current affairs magazine, Paris Match. Okay. I don't know if that is a, a publication of repute. But it has also been confirmed uh-huh. by a separate reporter for the BBC in England. Okay, when you say confirmed, they've also added the claim. They haven't like opened up the briefcase and looked in like Ving Rhames <laughs> in Pulp Fiction and just gone, oh, this is brown. Now we know why it was glowing. <laughs> brown light hits his face. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. We happy? Yeah. Oh, we happy. We, we happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Apparently, okay, something seemed to be on the nose as far back as 2017. Okay. When Putin pooped into France in May. Okay. Where people started to notice that Putin was always accompanied by a large contingent of large bodyguards mm-hmm. and always one defeated-looking soul who was always <laughs> carrying a case that was clearly not the case with the nuclear launch codes. <laughs> okay. People started to think it had entirely different launch codes. <laughs> codes one and two. Oh, God. <laughs> Is it handcuffed to his wrist? <laughs> I choose to believe. <laughs> that this strange behaviour was also noted in October of 2019 when Putin again left Moscow to visit Saudi Arabia. Okay. Okay. Right. Another source said that this had actually been going on for years, that Putin was in fact travelling with his own personal toilet okay, that was kept in his room when travelling and was guarded <laughs> when he was not around. He must protect the throne at all costs. <laughs> <sighs> and he would deposit all other mission statements through the day into the specially constructed fanny pack. <laughs> now... Just to play devil's advocate mm-hmm. at this point, 
as someone who has at times spent quite a bit of their life on the road, uh-huh. I can kind of see where he's going with not wanting to use a toilet in a hotel. Especially if he's going to some backpackers or something like that. No. Oh, my God. Actually, one of the footage is actually, it looks like, I think it's the French uh, Parliament. Yeah. So, you know, where they go out and it's like him and like Macron are all like, oh, you know, having one of their like formal meetings in front of the press. Yeah. So, he's he's not like in the general area. Like, he's not popped in to the lose by the gift shop. You know, it's the ex- super executive express level toilet. Yeah, of course. I'm sure somebody's given him a wipe over. <laughs> That's, I'm just saying. Maybe. Ah, uh, so the question is, who is lucky enough to get this job? Hey, <laughs> who do you think this makes all their student debts worthwhile? <laughs> well, it looks like Potty Patrol. Oh dear. Is the responsibility of Russia's Federal Protection and Security Service. I guess it's the equivalent of the American Secret Service. Yeah, or Homeland Security. Or yeah. Something. Yep. Can you imagine the years that you trained? <sighs> yeah. The years that you trained. Yeah. You will be protecting, it is our highest honor, you will be protecting the president's. <laughs> yeah, you join the Navy, you go through Spetsnaz training. <laughs> yeah, I know. You can kill a man with a pencil. Yeah. Okay. You got those John Wick skills, and you are literally holding up a giant green bag while a man poops in it. <laughs> yeah, Vladimir pooping. Oh, Lord. So they guard the portable toilet and are also responsible for collecting the official document. <laughs> In secured packets, which are then secured inside the briefcase and are protected by armed guards. As they should be. He has a problem letting go. He surely does. It is then, oh wait for it, it is then their duty to ensure all deposits are deposited back to the Kremlin. Okay. So not only do you have to li- you have to like take a bullet to protect a shit <laughs> and his human excrement, but you then have to like chain it to you and fly with it in economy class all the way back to Russia. I'm still guessing there are like bodyguards who work for Paris Hilton who look at those men with jealousy. <laughs> like, oh, I don't have to take a bullet for a fucking handbag and a toy dog. <laughs> Lisa's not filled with human shit. Oh, Paris Hilton is. <laughs> I've seen her DJ sets. <laughs> I've her, seen her sex tape. Her, and, oh, I know. How bad was that? So bad. Oh, God. For someone who's literally raised in a hotel empire, I can't fuck. Yeah, no, seriously. That's the most embarrassing bit about that video. Anyway. Uh, a girl needs a sandwich more than a dick. <laughs> sit on this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Now, a video has been circulated. Now, this is the one showing Putin in France. This was in 2019, attending the formal meeting. Um, he's seen entering the private bathroom with six suited men. In Russia, it is our duty to suffer. <laughs> Oh my god, 
I imagine one of them just plays, yeah, really depressing music <laughs> while the other one just holds the bag open and they're all just like... Oh. Another guy just plays a squeeze box. <laughs> <laughs> My grandmother fought off Nazis in Stalingrad. <laughs> And I am catching the presidential dookie. <laughs> oh, Lord. Another journalist, Farida Rustamova, would later, she would corroborate their story, okay, yep. saying that she was aware of a similar incident in Vienna. Oh, no. The reporter also cited another source who also says that Putin made his guards carry out this procedure for years but okay so the question is well there are many questions (laughs) one of them is why would someone go to all this trouble over a little duty well first of all before we get into that we can Uh, answer the question because the official animal of russia is the bear and it does not shit in the woods (laughs) it shits in a suitcase You're right. Does a bear shit in the woods? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do not confuse your luggage. <laughs> I flew on Qantas. Oh my god, that's the other thing. Can you imagine if you oh. lost your luggage and they're like, "What was in the luggage?" <laughs> well, fourteen kilos of presidential shit. <laughs> you mean documents? You know, <laughs> memorandos? Like, oh, that'd make a great episode of Border Security. <laughs> What are you trying to sneak into the country? Miso paste. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely peanuts in here. <laughs> it's, it's prohibited, you know. Here's a fine. Oh, oh, oh God. It's a fucking allergies nightmare. Oh, my God. Oh, can you imagine how much it would set off, like, the... Because you know how much dogs love to roll in poop. Oh. Can you imagine them at the border security? Yeah, they oh. flip the fuck out. Oh, the mother load. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Okay, so... Yeah, why all this kafuti over a bit of duty? Apparently, right. it all comes down yeah. to DNA. I was going to say, is he worried people are going to get his DNA? There is a perceived threat that if left unattended, for a start, flush, don't, yeah. don't, don't leave it, okay? <laughs> That's your first rule, okay? <laughs> if you don't want it captured, all right, push the... Push <laughs> push the yacht from the dock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Don't don't press half flush or full. Press both. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a worry that the DNA of its leader could be used to another country's benefit somehow, as well as provide an indication of health risks the leader the leader may be facing or could face in the future. Maybe he's just shit scared that someone's going to do a paternity test. <laughs> <laughs> well, and because at the moment there's all these like there's rumors that you know they're like oh Putin is very puffy he clearly has cancer or you know, um, but it turns out this fear of the duty, oh my god, <laughs> the Putin band. Oh, you fuckhead! <laughs> <laughs> I mean. It's just so over the top. Why would Russia suddenly be flushed with the notion that people are going to steal their poo? Like, it's ridiculous. Like, what? Why is anyone going to steal your poo, Putin? Like, calm down. Nobody wants your poo. Do you know why Putin is so worried about the poo? No. I'll tell you why. 
Because that's exactly what happened in 1949 when Stalin stole President Mao of China's poo. That just kind of seems like a hazing thing between two bands. <laughs> just two countries when they came together. Yeah. I just had to drink a warm beer, in the words of your dad. No. <laughs> i got friends who got kicked out of NoFX's dressing room for shitting in their bin. Oh, there you go. Just didn't like the music. They were a support band and they got told off for taking a beer from the rider. Oh, piss so, off. So they took a shit in their bin and they got kicked out of the venue for it. Yeah, it's a rider, man. Like, exactly. fucking share the wealth. Yeah. Piece of shit. Fuck you, fat Mike. I would have shat in their bin too. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me say that again. In 1949, Stalin stole President Mao's poo. That's fucked up. Why did he do this? And not just a little of it. He stole... Ten days worth of shit. Why? Ten days. Ten days of mouse shit. All of it. Does mouse shit roll uphill? I guess <laughs> we're going to find out. Was he just there with like a net at the end of a pipe somewhere? Like This was actually revealed in 2016 by a former Soviet agent who discovered the evidence in archives of the Russian Secret Service files. <laughs> okay, I'm not making... The, this was one of those, like, I just started, like, you know, looking at, like, the Putin thing, like, yeah. a little bit, like, what? And this just led me down, like, this, like, rabbit hole. Yeah. This S-bend. <laughs> and I was just, I swear to God, for, like, about a whole evening, I just sat there with my mouth open, just like... Ah! What were they doing with it? Well, in the 40s, Stalin had his secret police set up a secret dookie department. (coughs) And the chief dukester was the chief of the secret police himself, Comrade Lavrenti Beria. Or Lavatori. Oh, you... But I've heard of him. He was in command of the lab. Wow. Yeah. But Mao wasn't the biggest bomb he handled as he also managed the Soviet Union's atomic bomb projects. Why do they want Mao's shit? Don't, but those are your two big projects. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're going to create a nuclear bomb. We can obliterate all life on this planet. And we're going to steal some poo. <laughs> Those are your two jobs on your to-do list. It's amazing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Now, the Russians, it would seem, believed that they could tell a lot about people from their excrement. And that influenced their decisions as to whether or not the Soviet state could work with leaders and people. And they felt it also exposed their expected reactions. Right. And how they would behave. Right. So what they're looking for, hormones and, and other things that point towards various stresses in the body. Mm. Or are they literally just laying it out on the table like fucking tea leaves <laughs> and going, hmm, on the Bristol chart, this is a flaky brown. Comrade does not like fruit, I see. <laughs> he has not been influenced by these Western cherries. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> well... When probed 
a little bit further as to how the Russians came to these conclusions. The comrade Atomenko spilled the beans, as it were. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> Let me get my... <laughs> For example, if they detected high levels of amino acid, tryptophan... Yeah, they've been eating a lot of turkey. They concluded that person was calm and approachable. <laughs> but a lack of potassium in poo was seen as a sign of a nervous disposition. <laughs> and someone with insomnia. <laughs> like, I'm sure you would just have someone stand outside to see if their, their nightlight goes off to see yeah. if they have insomnia. <laughs> Leave a banana on their table. Yeah. See what happens. Did he eat it? No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but they thought that the poo would give them a full psychological profile on the pooey. Yeah. Yeah. Comrade Atomenko tried to loosen the minds of the reporter. In his words, <laughs> in those days, the Soviets didn't have the kind of listening devices which secret services do today. Yeah. That's why our specialists came up with the most extravagant ways of extracting information about our person. That's amazing. Like, this is so amazing that at the exact same time, this is the height of the Cold War. Yeah. Russians are developing the atomic bomb. It didn't take them long. They yep. basically had a pipeline of material coming straight out of the Manhattan Project. Uh-huh. On the, on the sides of these two very scientific and direct programs mm -hmm. to develop the atomic bomb, mm -hmm. you've got this total junk science happening on both <laughs> sides. So you've got the Americans giving LSD to uni students uh -huh. and seeing if there are guys who can remote view their way mm -hmm. onto space bases. Mm -hmm. And the Russians are literally picking peanuts out of poo. Yeah. It's amazing. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. And the irony is, like, the Russian LSD experiments remote viewing actually worked. But <laughs> can you imagine being, like, the LSD student going, they're just, they're up to their elbows and shit, man. Like, <laughs> literal human shit. Shut down the experiment. It's not working. He's what? seeing things. Don't what? be ridiculous. What's the student's name? Ted Kaczynski. Send him on his way. Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> oh, my Lord. And the other thing is... How okay for this to become not only like a department but experiments that means somebody went to their manager, yes, and went, you know what, they filled out an application form for funding. <laughs> so that's how this started. Somebody had to fill out a form and got funding uh -huh. from Stalin. Ah, but this is how it worked in those days and still does. This is why they're having such problems in Ukraine. Yeah. Everything's very top down. Mm. So literally it's people at the top just going, we need to look in this shit. <laughs> like some, some <laughs> high up member of the Politburo is yeah. a little bit obsessed with nutrition. Yeah. And he's having, I'm having four fermented beets every day along with grapefruit and a <laughs> hand of gravel. Yeah. And well, I, I mean, yeah. And it's just like, you need to look in their shit, Dimitri. It's like, why just do it? <laughs> the shit, the shit holds the secret. <laughs> Would you like to look in their shit or go to the gulags? <laughs> yeah. You go to the gulags with the novelists and the ballet dancers and homosexuals. Oh, I'm, actually sounds I'm kind right. of actually liking the second option. It sounds pretty like, good. I mean, apart from yeah. hard days shoveling, 
Then oh. you get to hang out with some cool people. Yeah. It, yeah kind of, I'm kind of sold on the second option, yeah, to be honest, comrade. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so much on the shit shoveling. <laughs> Literally shit shoveling. <laughs> Uh, it's just a bit oh, and again the guy like with the squeeze box yeah it is hard in Russia why must we suffer oh my god yeah someone got funding someone got approved yeah, that's amazing <sighs> or just imagine getting the order <laughs> just I'm, I'm sorry what comrade you, you want me to you want me to do what so President Val, I'm sorry. We have a we have we have a we have a crossed line. I I thought you were saying bears do not shit in the woods. They they shit in a briefcase. Is that a cold? <laughs> I did not get this cold. I don't I I don't know how to translate that. I d- oh no no okay. We're actually getting the poo. Actually getting the poo. This this is not where my day was going to go, I thought. <laughs> but, okay. The state provides. <laughs> glory to the workers of the world. Oh, there is no glory in this work. There really is none. Oh, my God. The yeah. Russians suffer so much. We always talk about the unsung heroes of war who just go about their everyday yeah. <laughs> routine, getting things done. <laughs> Gives a whole new meaning to in the rear with the gear, though, doesn't it? (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, the poo patrol. Oh, Oh, Lord. Poo patrol. Poo patrol. Oh, my God. So, yeah, they set about trying to get... They wanted to secure the low-down dirty on as many world leaders as they could. Oh, my God. So they've got clandestine yes. poo-napping going yes. on everywhere. It would also apply to uh, just like just members of the Politburo, just, you know, members of the party. If you just, you know, like, oh, can we trust them wow. with a promotion? Would you wow. maybe just Stuart, would you like to see my would you like to see my reference? I have a resume that I have prepared at home. I could give you a copy of that. I have some references. Or you'd like to you'd like my poo instead. Yeah. Okay. That's I'm I'm gonna go apply somewhere else for a job. This is how they got so good at hiding their doping in the Olympics. <laughs> they were just experts. Yeah, just that, that shit down. Oh, so the department thought I all... I my shit. <laughs> so wrong. So uh... wrong. Well, the department must have thought all of their dreams came true when they realised one such leader was about to poop right into their hands. Scott Morrison. When it was announced that Chairman Mao was coming to Russia for 10 whole days. What an opportunity to gather data. Oh, oh the data. Mm-hmm. In 1949, China's Chairman Mao and Soviet leader Stalin were communism's most powerful leaders. Oh, they were the rock stars. Oh, they were. Yeah. When Mao arrived in Russia, he expressed that he was very much looking forward to working with Russia and Russia, it seems, was ready to get their hands dirty. 
Mal thought he was here to have serious negotiations and truly be Russia's equal. But what he got was more like 10 days of partying. Oh, really? Of constant banqueting. Nice. Drinks and lectures. The meals prepared were designed to help the steady and constant flow of science. <laughs> so literally, like, the lectures just about, you know, communism and running a society was all a front because they were just waiting for the banquet foods to move through him to make him shit as much as humanly possible. That's amazing. Over those ten days. <laughs> More prunes, comrade. Oh. <laughs> And, like, all the drinking. Like, can you imagine the grog bog? Oh, no. Caviar and vodka. (laughs) And we found out how the atomic bomb was created. Caviar, sturgeon. Oh, oh, just raw fish. Black bread. (laughs) Lots of uh, lots of very uh, cream laden cakes. Very rich, rich food. <laughs> He's just leaving a brick behind him every single day. Oh, and of course, coming from Asia, probably was all that dairy that he was yeah. just his system was not designed to take. No, he's used to eating vegetables and rice. Oh, and, soy milk. And, yeah, and suddenly it's uh, suddenly it's cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> like a chart scale where you just pick it up and you'd hold it and be like oh we have a number four or oh, is it a number five? <laughs> oh lord on the 10th day mal finally had a meeting with stalin and is reported to have said quote i am here to do more than eat and shit <laughs> oh but honey that is literally all you were there to do <laughs> What a fucked up scenario. <laughs> Imagine. Um, why are they just being so nice to me? <laughs> just giving me all this food. <laughs> oh, it, okay. The secret police. So, you, you know, you're probably thinking, oh, some poor fool having to run around in the sewers. And, yeah. You know. No, 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 no. They're ahead of you. <laughs> These are the world's most elite poo catchers. All right. This is not their first rodeo. Picture this the next time you're watching James Bond. Okay. All right. Watching a James Bond film. Because this is what they would have been doing 99% of the time. See if you still find Daniel Craig attractive. Okay. The secret police had installed special toilets in the accommodation Mao was assigned during his stay in Russia. Okay. These toilets were not connected to the sewerage system. But instead, the contents would be flushed into special boxes that once a shoe was put in the shoe box, it would be rushed away to the lab for investigations. I just hope that it played like the Super Mario bonus level music. (laughs) (laughs) And it would be rushed away to check the potassium and amino acid levels. <laughs> poor, poor fucking ex-Nazi scientist. Just like, fucking Operation Paperclip. <laughs> Half my friends go off to build rockets in the States and I'm picking through mouse turds. <laughs> 
Oh my lord! I think I would have rather been shot. Looking, <laughs> looking back at my life choices, I should have taken the bullet. Oh, instead of taking three sloppy bullets a day. <laughs> oh, how it's the shells. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the Mowitzer. <laughs> The Maushitzer? Yes. No, we're getting to a singularity at this point. We're going to have the perfect poo joke and the world will end. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know what? I like to think, you know, the end of Inglorious Bastards where he's like, oh, you know, you think you're going to get away with it, but you're not. And then carves a swastika in his head to be like, ha ha, you don't just walk away. Yeah. I like to believe that the next thing is he was like, ow, my forehead. And then they put him on a truck and then they drove him. To Stalin's poo experiments. <laughs> I like to believe this is where he ended up yeah. with the magic box. <laughs> oh, Lord. And, well, this is the curious thing. So, do you think uh, Mal passed the poo posse probe? I think he did it with flying colours. Oh. No, after finding out the dirty details of Mao, Stalin apparently did not want to enter into a deal getting a bad smell from Mao. There you go. He did not want... His poo said that he was not someone that Russia could work with. He liked his little red book, but not his red flags. Yeah. (laughs) But in the end, even though no matter how on the nose, Russia did end up signing a treaty with China, yeah. although Mao had the shits pretty much for the rest of his life on how he felt he was treated by Russia <laughs> at the time. That's amazing. But you're kind of like, dude, it sounds fucking amazing. They literally did nothing but like, like feed you up and like you plow you with drinks. It sounds like the perfect fucking negotiation. What are you complaining about? It's a junket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, Fuck Lord. your secretary, man. That's what it's for. Yeah, exactly. Now, one of Russia's daily newspapers reported after the shocking truth plopped from the comrade <laughs> into the public media that Stalin's successor, Khrushchev, uh-huh. closed the laboratory and the project. He flushed it. <laughs> he closed the door of the laboratory. Yeah. A later Western journalist reached out to Russia's Federal Security Service about the allegations made by the comrade about the poo pinching. (laughs) The Russian Special Service quickly pinched the story off by simply saying, we cannot comment on this story. Oh, dear. So, which leads me to the conclusion, I think Putin is somewhere right now, shitting in a briefcase. You know what? It's that it's that kind of thing where they're like, oh, you know, only people who lie a lot, you know, are like thinking everything is a lie, you know, and only thieves, you know, think, oh, everybody's out to steal their stuff, you know. Yeah. Only people who steal other people's poo worry <laughs> about people stealing their poo. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's a KGB man from way back. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you think he ever had to? Of course like, he did. That's how he yeah. worked his way up? Probably. Oh, my God. Just Little brown s- nose. 
Oh my god. I tried to find um the closest that I could find to anybody else of the current world leaders shitting um in a suitcase. I couldn't find anything about that. Although um apparently when um the French president, Emmanuel Macron, yeah, when he went to Russia just recently to try to talk uh peace negotiations between Russia and the invasion of Ukraine. Mm. Um the Russians apparently tried to get him to lick the stick um, because they were like, oh, it is for it is for COVID. Come on, let us get up there and give it a little talkie-talkie-talkie. <laughs> um, and apparently, for the same reasons, he refused uh, yeah. to let the Russians perform a COVID test on him because people raised concerns about, you know, just DNA. Yeah. So they were like, uh, no, my people... Will do it, and you can look at the test. Yeah, but you can't. You can't do it. Yeah, and then we're going to put that in a briefcase, and some poor sod is going to have to take it back. That's amazing. To France. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you can actually find the footage online of uh, just look Putin going to the toilet with six armed men. Wow. And just one, just very, just poor, bedraggled. You know, I hate my job. Um, Kind of fellow. Couldn't you take him to like the president park? It's like a dog park where presidents can just go and take a shit. Well, this is the question for me. It it raises so many questions because you know me. I the problem with me is I always get stuck on the practicality. Like we talked about it. Like you know, like oh my god, like orgies. How does it work? Everybody putting in the, you know, putting in the rest. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like so. My question is, like, do do you think they just like put down like a puppy pad and he just like takes a squat in the middle of it and then they like wrap it up or is he wearing like a human diaper and he just like takes it off like steps out of it um and then they do it or is it literally someone holding one of those green biodegradable bags under (laughs) his butt while he shits yeah is it some kind of like jetsons type thing that sucks it out of him Oh, science. There you go. Yeah, something adapted from the space program. Oh. Okay, so like a weird sex toy, but instead of sucking, like yeah. blowing, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Oh. Okay, if anybody has an idea how that would work, let us let us know. If you were world leader, how do you think would be the most efficient way to like shit in a bag I feel like this would be like the sort of thing where there's like this bad Russian proverb like the pencil in space it's just like America spends 42 billion dollars making robot toilet <laughs> Russia and we have bucket <laughs> we shit in a bucket <laughs> you shit in good bucket use it for milk cow later <laughs> so, wait, yeah, how would you do it how would you do it if I was a paranoid um, yeah if I, was a, if I was a paranoid despot looking to shit into a Thing uh, I would, I'd basically get myself a camp toilet, like a you know, like a commode, like a little fold-out camp toilet. You just yeah, go but, to the but fucking. Then somebody's got to like carry it around, yeah, and it'd be what, too obvious. What do you think the fucking briefcase is for? They've found a way to adapt it. But there's poo in it. Oh, so it like folds out. Yeah. But then what if you like got the a- worst transformer? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> You're just looking directly inside Putin's anus. Oh no! Now you know why they call him Starsky. <laughs> oh, but like, what if you've got to do like more than one? What if you What if you get the runny ruse? I don't know. I guess you've got to bring a few bags. 
just, just it's like camping like you've got the you've got the bit where you keep it and the i suppose you'd just bury it if you were camping but yeah I, I genuinely don't know. I just imagine that that bag is probably like the the one from uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas where he's got all the drugs in it. We had two pounds of grass. <laughs> well, two pounds of ass. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, seriously. Like, yeah. I don't I don't know. And the other question is, like, do you have to sit with it, like, on your lap, like, all the way back? Do you, oh, oh do it'll be warm. Oh. I would not trust like oh my god because like you can't put it in the overhead locker because what if there's one of those in-flight incidents you know when all the luggage comes flying out can you imagine being hit on the head by Putin's dookie oh no <laughs> I'm sure they buy it its own seat and see with the little seat belt on. in <laughs> and the two guards are just like as the drink trolley goes past they're like where is the complimentary wine for the shit <laughs> Yes, the shit would like its dessert now and its towel. We paid for the seat. I spent the complimentary vodka. Oh, actually, I think I think that's a good. I think yeah, I think that's the way to yeah, that's the way to do it. But can you imagine? Like, do, would you? I mean, I know you're in the secret service, and it's all like I'm here to die for my country. Yeah. But would you take a bullet? <laughs> Briefcase of shit. For a bag of turds. Yeah. No, of course not. Yeah. Of all the wacky things that presidents do. Yeah. Like Bill Clinton with his cigars. Oh my! Oh my God! Maybe that's just why they like. You know, you get like you get like this. You get your Secret Service after you become president. Yeah. Can you be like, oh, sorry, you, you I know that you had like you know a team of a one hundred guarding you, but I'm sorry, you you know now you want to get two guards. Which ones do you want to keep? Oh, I think you know. <laughs> I think you know. No. You're not president anymore. There's no reason to hold it, Gary. I said, hold the bag. Ah, oh, <laughs> nothing but net. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh. <feels> so dirty. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, so if you have any ideas uh, or an OnlyFans, uh, <laughs> no wonder Trump got along with him so well. Let us know. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, if you uh, if you shit in the briefcase, can I can I piss on the bed? <laughs> oh my now god! Now it's a party. All I know is like, you know, whenever you see people, it's like, oh my God, like I graduated or I got a new job. Here's a briefcase. Totally look at that in a completely different way. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Briefcases. (laughs) Ruined. Traveling salesman, you say. (laughs) Oh, oh, I feel so dirty. Oh, my God. Just remember, you know, clean up because real mothmen eat the carpet. And uh, American ladies... Get those titties out for freedom and move to Australia, where we still have safe illegal abortion. Woo! Titties for freedom. 